Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. Paolo Dicano. West Ham Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, season 9, episode 20. The gang is back in town again. All of us welcoming back. Well, I'm the one that was off last yeah, week. Welcome back, Sean. <laughs> hey, welcome back to myself. Uh, we, we have George. George, where are you and what are you doing? Uh, I'm recording a podcast in my home. John... Uh, you return again because you never went anywhere. Where are you and what are you doing? Talking to you in my loft. Okay, loft man. What are you doing in your loft, Sean? And um, finally, Nigel, where are you and what are you doing? I'm in my kitchen. A bit cold for the shed, isn't it? Time. It is a bit. It's a bit well, Have I, you not got central heating? What, in a shed? Yeah. Well, who has central heating in a shed? What are we doing, sorry? Well, well, listen, mate, I ain't Gonzo. You know, we, we're not, you know. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's, it's not a central heating podcast. It is a football podcast, and we have some joy. We have some excitement because we won a game of football against the Blues. They can stick that blue flag up their ass as the oh, song goes. Oh, that's extreme. Hold up, kick well, it out, been... kick it out on the phone. Don't kick say that. Out. Where that's are rude. They? We... That's not that's you not can't fair, talk about that area. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> what area? Let's move on. Oh, let's move on. <laughs> 17 years we haven't won at Stamford Bridge. Um, 17 <laughs> years, two minutes. I'm two minutes. Ignore it. <laughs> two minutes and we already offended everyone. <laughs> oh dear. 17 years we haven't won at Stamford Bridge and Chelsea were unbeaten in the 15 games. The last uh, people to beat them were Liverpool. So we did the unthinkable. Um, all thanks to the son of a West Ham man. Um, was it? Or now, was it Aaron Cresswell? Well, let's, let's, let's start with you, George, then. Um, I, I know you were at another football game, was, which you yeah. might want to explain. Um, but have you, did you watch the game afterwards? I watched the game during the football game, actually. I had it on on my oh, phone. Really? Yeah. Um, well, explain to our listeners where you were well, on Saturday. John and I went to see the Mighty Dorking Wanderers. 
So, uh, a mate and of mine, my Dorking. Well, a mate of mine is the captain there, and um, John's got friends who live in the area as well. So, we linked up there um, and went to watch a game of non-league football. It was good fun. But I did good. watch our game on the uh, on the f- on the phone. Quite not not necessarily fully attentive to the, the to the West Ham game, but I saw majority of it. Um, and I think, you know, we can't really be unhappy with anything, really, can we? We we defended well. Uh, he made the changes that we were moaning at him for not cha- not making last week on the podcast. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's got to have most of the credit. And obviously the boys put in a good performance. Midfield were brilliant. Noble, Rice, Snodgrass, non-stop running. Fornells looked good. Yeah, I was going to say, you he, know, he could have been criticised for starting yeah. Fornells, but... Um... Made changes before Antonio up front, had him up front, dropped Allaire. Brave move. You know, there, there were some brave changes there and they, they've paid off and he uh, he deserves the credit for that, Manuel. Yeah. And and just just to finish off, how did Dawking get on? Well, they won 2-0. Yeah. Yeah, win, who, win, who, win who, all who, round. Who were the scorers? Um, Simon Tunhill. <laughs> I don't know. You just don't, don't know, know your Dorking players, do you? No, Obviously, it wasn't your, it wasn't your mate who scored. No, it yeah. wasn't him. Yeah. Anyway, was the captain. Yeah. Let's move on to you then, uh, uh, Johnny. Um, obviously, at Dorking too. Um, what, what was your? Did you did you watch on his phone or did you watch a highlight afterwards? How, how was your? I I saw the odd clip. I was a bit more engaged in the Dorking game. Um, so yeah, I've watched it. I've, I've, I've watched it since. What's their nickname? Is it the Cockrells or the Cocks or what? What they called? Wanderers. Wanderers. The Wanderers. Right. Talking Wanderers. Um, yeah, I've seen it since. I've watched highlights on like Match of the Day and things. So yeah, we looked a hundred times better all round. Uh, it was a really good finish. It was. And like, yeah. and like I say, uh, David Martin did what he needed to do. He didn't do anything spectacular did he but he he was assured he he'd done well considering all the pressure we, he must have been under you can imagine the sort of like stress he must have been under really given all the different factors but yeah no it was very pleasing all around wasn't it it you just know? proves proves the point that we were making last week you know we were calling for this change to be made just just change it take Roberto out take the pressure off him take the pressure off the defence you know having even David Martin who's unproven at the Premier League level we changed the mentality of the whole team just by being in the team so you know I hate to say told you so but you told you so yeah well, a bit breaking Antonio, news Antonio FA Cup draw oh yeah who've we got Gillingham away the Jills Gillingham away in the FA Cup third round proper you pleased with that, boys? Ah, uh, buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> Gillingham, that's... Where, is that Kent? Yes. Huh. Not too far to go then for us. Garden of Eden. No, no, what do they call it? Even nearer for me. It's not the Garden of Eden. It's the Garden of England, you idiot. Oh, Garden of England, Garden yeah. Of Eden. <laughs> what do they call it? What is that? What is it? What is it? What's that place? Yeah, believe yeah. me, Gillingham ain't no garden. It's more like the front yard. <laughs> yeah, so we're all bound to lose. Anyway, um, so John, um, onwards and upwards. Pellegrini safe now, yeah? 
Um, I don't know. I'm really confused with Pellegrini because I'm, I'm really not sure what to believe anymore in Pellegrini when it comes to like his contract and things. What is going on there? You tell me one thing one day, another thing another day. Well, we, we can what, talk about the that truth, in a minute. Well, I, I don't it? know where the truth is, you know. Oh, okay. So, no, um, no. It, it, he's going to be staying in it until, you know, he, he's bought himself some time, hasn't he? He's bought himself Basically. some time, at least to, to January. Um, who knows where he'll go from there. I suppose it depends what happens at Wolves, what happens at uh, poor Arsenal, what happens at Southampton, you know? Yeah. Um, poor Arsenal, did you say? A poor a Arsenal, poor yeah. Arsenal. One of the poorest poor Arsenals we've ever we've ever witnessed. If we can't turn them over, there, well, there really is no hope. Yeah, I agree. Well, it just makes Wolves a massive game, doesn't it? It is, yeah, a definitely. Massive. No, And they lost. They lost on their last game. It does, Nigel. If it, who if, lost their last game? Wolves 2-1, no, didn't no, they? No, they 2-1 all, you idiot. Well, I thought they lost 2-1. Are you sure about that? Uh, double check then if you want. I'll wait. Uh, hang on a minute. Uh, oh, yeah, it was 1-1. <laughs> against Sheffield United. Know it all. All right. <laughs> all right, you're right. So, so maybe it was one of those VAR things. That yeah, got, that'll be if, it. Yeah, go on. Anyway, all right, since, since anyway. Uh, we're over to you, let's talk about Chelsea, Nigel, Shedman. Yeah. Good, wasn't it? Did, did you watch it? I did watch it, yeah. All of it. Yeah. 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 Good performance. And? Well, I did. Well, I know you've Chelsea. always said you, you, you trust in Pellegrini and don't be a flip-flop Keep and all that faith. lot. I think I was saying, keep the faith. I based my article on West Ham till I die on Thursday. Yeah. And keep the faith. And David Martin, Romford boy. Well, I, I, we said, you know, you weren't here last week. I think you was away. Funny enough, I think Karen Brady was away last week as well. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <throwing> <laughs> the keys in. Yeah. And I wasn't in Cotswolds. I was in Dublin, thanks very Cooks much. Well, you was in the Cotswolds, wasn't you? Before you went to Dublin. Yeah, I was. So when did you fly to Dublin? Monday, uh, Monday lunchtime. Thank you very yeah. much. So... You was in right. the Coxwolds for the weekend. Right. Yeah, I was at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the game. It was... Th- there was one stat. I know you love your stats, Sean. Yeah. There was one stat there that summed the game up. And basically, West Ham had 16 fouls. Chelsea committed no fouls at all. So that yeah. showed we fought to win that game. We had the best chances to score. Um, Antonio, great, brilliant save in the first half by the keeper, point blank, Edda. And then Antonio was even nearer when it sort of came off his thigh, couldn't control it. You know, and then I don't know if we can say it was unlucky. His arm hit the post, then his body then went in. But I suppose with the modern rule, that is, you know, a disallowed goal. Yeah. So, it, you know, everybody played their part. Four nails, I thought, stepped up to the mark. It was a big plus to see him play so well. Um, you know, apart, I mean, the, the weak link there was Anderson. And I know there was a spat between him and Pellegrini. And, mm. you know, there's there's a group of, there's a section of, of fans that think Anderson's being picked on. Pellegrini's not doing right by him. Anderson's not doing right by himself. If he was playing out of his yeah. skin, he wouldn't be taken off. So he's only got himself yeah. to blame. He's only got to look at himself. And, you know, at least it stops Claret and you running polls on who's the next West Ham manager for a week, doesn't it? 
It does, yeah. yeah Funny that, uh, isn't it? We've moved on to trains. Until yes. Thursday morning. Um, Until Thursday morning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stat attacks, if you're interested. Yeah. Where Chelsea had 66% of the possession, which meant obviously West Ham had 34%. West, um, West Ham had five shots, four on target. Good little ratio there. Chelsea had 19 shots, six on target. Look, Ch- Chelsea also had nine corners and we defended set pieces, I thought, quite well. Um, and as you, oh, fouls, let's talk about fouls. Um, 16 fouls for West Ham. And as you said already, zero for Chelsea. Chelsea really didn't turn up if we're honest, Nigel. No, they didn't. They weren't at the race. They tried to play. I'm not t- trying to take it away from West no, Ham. They tried to play their um, football in, in a way, a certain way, but sometimes these clubs have to roll their sleeves up and battle and they didn't do oh. that. You know, they were only missing really Tammy Abraham's. Um, mm. So you, you can't even say it was a weakened Chelsea team. It was yeah. just a damn fine performance by West Ham and our fans. I mean, well, West Ham stopped playing they had, they the game. They had a hard didn't game they? in midweek, didn't they, in Spain? That that was one of the excuses um, given. But, yeah, yeah we, you know, we still have to. There's still Chelsea on a, flying on form, aren't they? And you know, we still have to play out of our skin to beat them. We had one in what, yeah, eight, so was it? Fair play yeah. to everyone. Who, who was your man of the match, uh, Nigel? For me, uh, I went with Ogbonna. Yeah. Everything they threw in at the box, he cleared. Rice w- was was decent. Um, Martin, you could see he was a little bit nervous, but he, he did everything yeah. he had to do. And I think we can excuse him the nerves on his Premier League debut with a club he supported of the boy, following the footsteps of the worst keeper that we've possibly had. Yeah. So he had a lot of pressure on him. I mean, that triple save in the first half, yeah, the bloke was offside, but he didn't know that. He mm. fumbled the first yeah, one, yeah. but two great follow-up saves. Yeah. You know, so... So you won't, you won't be needed after all, Nigel, not for the time well, being. I'm anyway. glad I'm glad I'm not needed, you know? It's too cold. It's not, as much, not as much as we're... <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, yeah, I, I, there's not a lot to add, you know? I thought Rice had a good game. Ogbonna had a, a good game. Uh, Cresswell, obviously, with, as uh, John said, a Superb goal. Um, everyone played their part. I didn't think Anderson did enough and I didn't think Allaire did enough when he came on. So our two most expensive um, players probably had a slightly poorer game. But it, it's di- difficult to criticise anyone else, I think, for, mm. for that performance. And I thought Noble did his, his bit as well, you know. Apparently, he turned the air blue with a few expletives before the game. Did you hear that? Oh, I'm sure the Chelsea no. fans are pleased about that. Yeah, I've they? read something somewhere. Yeah. And, of course, the story at the end, apart from the other story about the chance, was the emotion from David Martin um, as he, he, he sort of collapsed in tears. Uh, all, the, all the players ran up to him and, and then he um, made an emotional um, climb up to the press box where he embraced his father who's in tears as well it good was, to see that I, emotion I in football I very much enjoyed that um, I was a bit drunkard at the time but I did tweet on Saturday night saying you know felt detached from this club for the last well most of this last season and all of this season but you know seeing that emotion and that kind of deep rooted love for the club you know 
reminded me not all was lost. So I very much enjoyed that. Um, mm. And I listened to a bit of Talk Sport on the way home tonight, and Alvin Martin was on um, with Adrian Durham, and he sort of kind of went through it all again, and it, it does make you smile. It's a nice story. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, like I think John said, or someone said, he was uh, had a lot of nerves, which is kind of fair enough given the pressure on him, not only from a footballing point of view, but from a family point of view and the history of his family with the club. So, yeah, it was it was good to see. Yeah, he came out of Twitter exile, did Alvin, um, to, to send a message to the fans and, and fair play. He actually said it on the radio tonight. Did oh, I, I listened to that as well. He actually said that, you know, when he was 15 years old or whatever, he was get offered an a, a apprenticeship or he'd offered terms at Everton and he was offered a trial at West Ham and he told his, didn't know why, he couldn't understand it at the time why he wanted to do it, but he said to his dad, he's not signing for Everton. I'm going to West Ham. And he got offered terms there, exactly the same. And he went to West Ham. And he says, now, this weekend, the way they treated my boy, that's how and that's why I knew mm. I'd have to go to West Ham. Yeah. Well, just you... like, he was really like appreciative of the fans and how everyone supported him. And Yeah, so it was good. It was really interesting yeah. to hear. Great little plug there, because if you want to see a bit more about Alvin and how he started the club and what he did, it's available on Amazon and westhamfilm.com with our friend of the podcast, uh, Kenningtown Len, uh, a.k.a. Jay Kenningtown Stratford. Len? What, have and you moved him? Canningtown so Len. Not, he, was, he wasn't born in Canningtown anyway, as we found Biff out on the podcast. Green. So make sure you... It, it's now available uh, worldwide. So... Um, so if you uh, if you haven't seen it already, download it. That's that's this advert segment. We, <laughs> Over I, I haven't asked Jay this actually. You might think there's because the price is the same on West Ham Film as it is on Amazon. Yeah. Does he does yeah. he get a bit more on West Ham Film? Does he does on Amazon? Yeah, he does. I believe so. Well, yeah. So we should uh, push West Ham Film then for him, surely. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He did, by the way, if you haven't seen it already, and I can't get it out of my head, he did a little video about um, David Martin uh, with the son of a preacher man. And I can't get it out of my head. He did the son of a West Ham man. Have you se- you've seen it, haven't yeah. you, Nigel? I have you seen it, boys? It's, I have. Yeah, once it's in your head, you can't get it out of your head again. I keep on hearing son of a West Ham man all day long. It's one of those annoying little things you can't get out. Bit like you, not canning town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's oh, true. Right. Anything else to say day, about Nigel, the game? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no anything comment, to man. say about the Chelsea game before we move on? Uh, no, just superb victory and well done, everyone. I'm going to say our great mm. fans were singing all game long. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah. So here and everything else, and ignore all the rubbish being spattered about your right, boys. Where do we go? Is there is there anything we want to talk about Pellegrini? Are we are we all behind Pellegrini and nothing to see here? Move on. Ask the flip-flops. But who's the flip-flops? I'm not a flip-flop. I've been behind Pellegrini from the start. Are you accusing... John? <laughs> I am, no, seriously, I have not been Pellegrini out at no, all. No, I Look at my record. I've not been Pellegrini out. 
you just like to plant that seed. I, I believe I said last week I'm on the fence, so I'm probably. You did. Well, I'm, probably, I'm still on the fence. I think, like I said, Wolves is a massive game now. If we can get a draw, a point or three points, even better, um, or even a decent performance and a narrow loss, it's probably going to be enough to keep things looking positive. Unless we get thumped, I think we uh, we should remain positive. I, 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 to be fair, George, I think you should sit on that fence till Christmas. I don't think you can go game by game. All right. Next next season as well, um, George, or jury's out? Hopefully it's made them realise they've got to start thinking about the forward and the future of the club sort of thing and start putting a plan in action. Because, he's, you know, he was, it's that precarious and he clearly doesn't inspire long-term, does he? So they need to have a long-term replacement in mind, don't they? They need to start planning for the future, basically. So yeah, we've just got to, they've got to start thinking about it long term as opposed to every time he goes there's a short little crisis there not being an answer or something in the pipeline, you know. That's my opinion. What's your view, George? I'm sit, I'm still sitting on that fence and I'm gonna take, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna take Nigel, Nigel I'm gonna take Nigel's, your view. I'm gonna take Nigel's advice and sit on that fence till Christmas. <laughs> Nigel. Yeah, well, we know what my view is, isn't it? You got a back, you got a back the manager, haven't you? You don't, you know, uh, not just, just this season, but next season. Then well, no, trusting him until the end of his well, contract. To be fair, if we, as long as we don't get relegated, then yeah, I would. No, he's got nineteen. Don't sit on the fence. Nineteen month contract. I'm not honor it on or the not fence. honor it. <laughs> as long as he's not relegated, then yes, flip I would. Flop. Bloody flip flop, flip flop, flop. Shut up, Marcus. Are you going to see him out for nineteen months? I'll see don't him be a out till the end of the. If he don't go down, then he keeps oh, his oh, job. Oh, flip flop. So if he gets oh, relegated, you're going to get rid of him. No, I wouldn't personally, but I'm sure the owner. No, I'm will. asking you, you whether you will. I always back the manager. Apart the owners from come and go. That's it. Club is Nigel, permanent. Nigel no, Brady right. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brady out. Um, I mean, I, I, I would just ask the sort of questions that Gonzo asked on, on his little blog he did. Go on then. Ask them talk, now, because I know you're going to say it. Yeah. And, and what I, is I'm due to go on. Go on. Come on, tell us. Because there's, there's. All these falses in it is it's so okay. Evident. Let me tell you some things I know for fact. Let, right, so he earns eight million pound a year. Right, that is something I know for a fact. Is that right? fact? Is it? It is a fact. How do you know that for a fact? Because because I was told. Right? right, I know that Husilius earns approximately a million pound a year, and the rest of the backroom team earn another million a year, which is where the ten million pound comes from. Okay, now well, that's not fifteen. That's not 15, and I'll tell you in a minute. So that comes to 10. Now, it is true, even though, Clarence Hugh, we forgot it, that it, over a year ago, in September 2018, we wrote a story saying that the it was a 12-month rolling contract and the maximum compensation would be one year. It is true we wrote that. I have no idea, because it was over a year ago, where that came from, or what the source was. Was it, was it an agent? Was it a senior source? Was it junior source? Who told us that? I don't know because I don't. I didn't write it, and I don't remember at the time. We write twenty stories a day, so there's been six thousand stories in between. And like, you can't have brilliant. it both ways. Which one's right? Which one's wrong? Or right? truthful? So, How many of them are truthful? Well, well, we 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 we're a news site, so we 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 write 
We write what we hear. Now, you, you may beat us up about that, but you can't have it both ways. You can't say, beat us up about our own story um, 13 months ago. That mom might have been wrong as well. What? All I know is, hang on, if he's on 10 million, right, and he's got a year and a half, or the whole team's got a year and a half, approximately it was 15 million if you pay out those 18 months. Now, if he's on a rolling contract, it could be as less as 10 million. Gonzo brought up some valid points that if, and it was a lot of ifs and buts, but if if he, it wouldn't be payable all up front, and I don't think we, we ever said it would be payable up front. You carry on paying, you know, the monthly wage or however they're paid until they leave or until they get a new job. Now, you are, if he goes out and gets another job, you're right, you don't have to carry on paying him his contract. But who's to say Pellegrini would go out and get another job? Maybe he's happy to sit there in Chile and, and get yeah, but, paid for the next 12 but, months or 18 months, which one it is. Is it important, though? You know, it, the, it, we the weren't trying to deceive to people. Was, the counter-argument to it all was is this doomsday scenario that you lot put out there on behalf of the club. So as much as you say it's not, it we wasn't all know propaganda. It, it wasn't we propaganda. All, sure we all know it is. And... You just put it out there as if it's fact, and not everyone believes it, mate. It's bullshit. Well, it was a throwaway comment, right? It was one it. comment to know, in 20 stories a day that used the word 15 million. I don't right? think, I think to be, I'm not going to defend Sean, I don't think Wolf, he's, Wolf. He's, he puts <laughs> it out as facts. But the problem is because he spat, or because the Claret and you. Um, have allied themselves and get information from people within the club. People now can't distinguish when Claret and you are trying to put two and two together and when actually Claret and you are talking from a point of knowledge. And that's the problem. You've, you've but does it matter, though? Well, does it yeah, matter? Because All we were trying to work out, you're right, in that point, when, when the sum of 15 million came up, and it was, a, it was a story that Hugh wrote, but I would have done the same, they were just working out, he's got 18 months on his contract, the whole team's paid 10 million, so that's 15 million. Now, if it turns out to be the maximum, it's a rolling 12-month contract, it's 10 million. But what's five million between friends? Yeah, but it also, does it really make the story also, one way or the other? If it's to make a break of getting a new manager and your club's going to go down, you retain them, you put them on their garden leaf for the term of their contract, and you don't just take bang ten million pound hit. Well, it comes but out I don't in think. The long term. But, but that's being that was never said. We never said it's fifteen million up front. That's other people saying it. Yeah, but I what think we you just do used... is paint this picture of this doomsday thing. That they can't do it. poor Sullivan and poor girl, they can't. No, you uh, see, that's all in that's all in the making up of the anti ball brigade. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, it is. Oh, right. We would never say poor gold. So you, you don't know, put he's out down their, to his their side of everything just to make it look like they're, no. they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. No, as basically. as, as uh, <laughs> Nigel said, most of the time we're just trying to bring you West Ham news, and it comes from all different sources. It just doesn't come from the board. It comes from agents. It comes from former players it, it comes from other journalists there are so many different sources and, and and maybe Nigel's right sometimes it's difficult everybody believes that everything's come from Sullivan he's got a hotline he said right Sean and um, yeah, Huey, but you've only you got yourself this? to blame for that that's what I'm trying to say you, you... yeah maybe but John John's an example right not this John on the podcast but you're probably aware that there was an article oh um, John Sullivan printed John, it was his name was John. That was a valid comment on our on our um, 
on our website. Yeah, but to, and put, it just, to do an article like that from that point of view. Slow well, news know, day, John. So it's slow news day. It was slow news day. Uh, it's just, and it's look, just, I'm going to repeat. I might get in trouble with this, but I'm going to repeat what Nigel said to me in a private conversation. Um, and they go, no, I never said that. He said, in reality, Sean, a lot of people probably think like John. Not you, John. John, 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 John whoever this John. Yeah. John, uh, and, John, you know, Sullivan. there are some people who, who are pro board and do blame the fans. Now, look, did we intend for the backlash that we got? Absolutely not. But, you know, sometimes... Well, the, the problem with Claret and you as well is, is, is when you have the Claret and you comment, you, you know, if you was, to, you know, when you go on like the Daily Mail or the Sun or whoever, they just report the news, whether it's made up, fake, real or, or bang. The problem I see with Claret and you is they put their own personal slant on it as well which can really get the backs up, isn't it, of a lot of people. And that's the, and that's the thing. It was it, Not only did the article come out and praise the ownership like some demented fool that he probably is, to be fair to John, not this John, obviously John <laughs> Sullivan. His name is John Sullivan, by the well, way. We'll call him that. Well, look, we don't know his last name, so we can only assume... Yeah. It wasn't written by David Sullivan, right? So We've got we'll the email address of the guy. John it wasn't written by Hugh. It wasn't written by me. He doesn't want his name none, so we'll just give him that as a nickname. John Sullivan. Right. John Sullivan, very famous writer. So anyway, we, it, you know, then there was the personal bit that gets added on after, and it just makes it worse. And if Claret and you didn't do all that, the Claret and you point of view after an article then you wouldn't and get yourself when, into such a mess. And when I make it a personal comment of we have done and we never will do, put anything on well, the request of the board. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, please, I'm not being funny. but We know the truth. Who, who actually <laughs> believes that? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, you are what you are, but then you pretend not to be, and it's just like, drives you nuts, causes chaos. Unnecessarily so. So all this grief that... Pellegrini has you lot need to look at yourselves as much as anything you and your mates that you associate with and align yourselves with and put it out there because it's a slow news day anyway moving on do you not see no curious do you not see our the the, the constant the, the way that news is is, is dealt with at West Ham I don't know whether I, I, it's I think it's not just West Ham I, I no know. I I think it's everywhere now and if you hear Arsenal, etc. Social well, media has I, changed I've never football. seen ex-Arsenal employee, yeah? And I've never, well, I've there are never similar ones, I know. Like Hugh Wizzy, Red and Hugh, Hugh Wizzy. Or, or Red and, you know, there, Jeremy. Yeah, well, there are, be. though. There are, uh, though. You know, there are those kind of things I mean, where there are insiders. Yeah, there are. <sighs> Football's gone to well in an hand cart, then, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, I think social media has changed football. And it's changed um, everything, isn't it? You know, how many how many managers have we seen sacked? You know, um, in 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 the season so far. You know, West Ham are one of the few sticking by their manager. You know, we've we've seen. I, I don't know if you've seen. Hey, hey, you see, Hayden Mullins has taken over at yes, Watford today. Yeah, only temporarily. Who? Hayden Mullins. Hayden Mullins. Hayden Mullins. Hayden Mullins. Did you oh, play for West Ham, John? Oh, yeah, I remember Hayden him. Mullins. I didn't know the, the guy you were talking about. I never heard of. 
Um, and Chris Hutton's about to take over. And obviously, at you know, Watford. we've seen... At oh, Watford, have you spoke to him then? Chris Hutton. He's, yeah. He's taking over. He, Don't you worry about that. Is he back on holiday? Yeah. Loose lips sink ships. Right, look. Oh. Anything else you want to get out of the way before we move on to uh, question time? Only that I leave in three wanna... minutes, so I will disappear I know. if anyone here from me again. Oh. So thanks for listening. Okay. Oh, give us your prediction before you go, uh, George. For Wolves and for Arsenal. 2-1 two, one, two, one loss and a one-all draw, respectively. All right, thank you. In, thank enjoy you your din-dins, dinner man. All right. Uh, John, you were going to say something before we move to... I want to have a moan up about the pride of hammers and how this all this sort of pride stuff Pride of now, hammers? Yeah, or whatever they're called. Pride of iron. Or whatever they are, yeah. I mean, I, for one, think that... I, mean, I think football is far more accepting these days than it ever is of anything, any minority. But when they come out and cause the furore that's been caused with... I don't believe that that what was shouted and stated was particularly aimed as they expect they, they're saying it is in any way, then it just, I think it makes people go against them. And can I, can I play them. devil's advocate? Yeah. I think we live in a very politically correct world now. Um, the definition, by the way, was coined by Kick It Out and not Pride of Irons. I know the chair of... Uh, Pride of Irons, because he's on the SB gym, got to know him quite well. Um, I, I don't think the Pride of Irons did make a statement. I don't think they're particularly no. offended. But Have it's, you read that? It's where this goes. Hang on. Let me finish. Let me, let me just say my point. I don't think, you know, if, if you ask people from the LBG community, a lot of them would say, no, I'm not offended by this. But we live in a, in a world now where certainly certain things are politically correct and some are not. Now, the problem we've got here is, and, and by the way, Chelsea, a fine one to talk about this, and it's, it's blown up, obviously. But Sean, Sean, we know full well that everywhere we go, we get called pikeys. Yeah, we do, yeah. and I was just about to mention and, and that, that, and, and anyway, it's never been Tottenham tackled. Tottenham ourselves yids. In Christ's sake, we've got enough trouble on Saturday. Isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so let me just finish, right, about the Pride of Irons. This wasn't blown up by the Pride of Irons. They said something on social media. Kick It Out had already defined Rent Boys as a homophobic word. Then... And it wasn't just sung by everyone. And, and let's be honest, right? We're, we're on a, um, a Curry uh, club group. What is the first thing that the Chelsea boys on our Curry club group said after the game, before any of this? Oh, I don't know. I was at a football, mate. I didn't take that note of it. One of, the che- one of the Chelsea boys said, you seem to be more interested singing songs about rent boys than you were at the game. Now, this, this was some... This was some Think that a Chelsea boy said even before any of this comes out, and and I was it a Chelsea rent boy? No, um, no, oh, but but, right. but here we go. You know, whatever Pride of Iron said or didn't say, this was blown out of anyway. It, whether Pride of Iron said it or not, kick it out said something. Kick it out of complained to the FA. Kick it out of raised it with the police. Uh, it was run by the Independent. It was run by the Daily Mail today. 
It was run by the BBC. But it's today. just there's got to be an even handedness and um, all this stuff. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think you can blame it on the. I, I'm going to well, defend. I, I, I don't think you can blame it, was it on the pride to my of attention Ireland. Via I think that route, and it, all yeah, they, but it was kick it out that 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 started this by defining it in the first place. All I think, and, it, I think it demeans and now the BBC and everyone's I think it demeans on. it. I think what it ends up doing is that people, instead of people saying, Look, "Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for this. I'm all for that," but then it gets to these stupid little wokeness things that everybody then goes, "Oh, you know what? This is getting fucking ridiculous now." And it's, and then it goes but, against but look, them. Chelsea, Chelsea have played this game today, right? Chelsea have thrown West Ham under the bus. Chelsea made a statement, right? Chelsea Football Club made a statement and said, this term is homophobic. The Kick It Out came out and said, this term is homophobic. The Chelsea Supporters Trust came out and said, this term, Renboy, is homophobic. West Ham released their own statement which didn't actually call the term homophobic, said we don't accept views from anyone, etc. And now West Ham are being questioned about this, saying, why would you? Why are you not calling this term homophobic? They're between a rock and a hard place now because it's been blown out of all Fueled proportion. By Groups like I mean, Pride of Irons or whatever they're called. Well, no, I don't, I, I don't I, agree. I, 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 I I don't. I think this is the political correct world we live in now. And whether we like it or not, it's education. Oh, People so. now know, there's been all this, that you're not allowed to sing. This, this, you add this to the terms, you're not allowed to sing um, at football games anyway. That's so the when, world we when live in, John. When we get that, when, when we stop being called pikers everywhere we go then? When's that going to well, happen, Do you know what? That, is, that, that has got to stop. You're right. That's got to stop. Why is it always saying to be one wall for one ways. and not for the other? Do you know what I mean? Well, it shouldn't, because well, we're West Ham, and, and for whatever reason, the media likes to beat up West Ham. If this was Man United, I don't think this would be happening. If this was Man City, it wouldn't be happening. It's a media conspiracy. Oh, it's just, it's just... I think it's unfair of you to blame it on the Pride of Irons. Do you know what? The... No, do you know what? Hold up, though, right? What did the Pride of Irons do? And I get there was situation well, All they did was release in, a statement. They've made it worse. They've made it worse. But what they they've released a, a statement. They released a statement. Remember, they're a volunteer uh, committee. They released a statement to say not everybody is offended by this, but, you know, it's probably a bit of education. What are the police going to do? It's, it's been, this has been referred to the police by Kick It Out. What are they going to do? Are they going to put a ban in order on 3,000 people because, you know, lots of people, if not all of West Ham fans who travelled away were singing this song. Are they going to ban 3,000 people? The thing There's is a bit of made common them, sense. What, yeah, but what they've done is they've, they've made it now to the point where the next time we play them, it will probably be sung even more. Well, I think the problem is now the is with, with people like John and yourself defending it, it's very easy, easy then to say, well, that's because you're homophobic. And this is the problem. You will never be able to win it in a politically is that correct world. the first world. time I've been called that, Sean? No. 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 And, and, and that's the funny thing, isn't it? You know, I, I know gay people and I leave it up to them to decide whether I'm homophobic or not. Not to people that don't know me that want to use that against me. This so, is just another, look, it's I another just think, example. I, I would have preferred not. I, don't. I, I think this has just got a run its course this this news story has got to run its course and move on uh, by the way the arsenal game has been designated as the rainbow laces game that, <laughs> no it is <laughs> that it was going to be 
<laughs> See, and this, this, this is what the problem. <laughs> Nigel, this is why you get so much grief you, you do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this is the, well, the grief you just... get. It is a child in you. <laughs> the discrimination the LBG community get, and, and then and then you oh. just, uh, you know, and, yeah. and this is why you get so much grief that you do. I just think. I we think live in, a, in, the, in the society of football, when you get something like this to this extreme, I mean, I can I understand there was so many things that was sung and done over the years as we've been going to football since the like 80s and through to now. I understand yeah. that certain things that have been said and done and sung and whatever shouldn't be sung anymore. But, yeah. I mean, when it comes to, I mean, we all know, I mean, basically, a rent, it's always assumed that a rent, rent boy was just a, a male prostitute. You know, so clearly... Yes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I've just Googled it, which actually wasn't good. But I just Googled it and so, that's exactly you know, what it it's, was. It's, it's just, you know, we all know the connotation or whatever, but it's just, come on. You know, I was listening to the radio tonight. That Alvin Martin thing was all full of... Well, it's not just a male prostitute. It's a male gay prostitute, to, to be precise. Well, it didn't say that, to be well, fair. Well, a boy usually is a connotation of a, a male gay. A gigolo probably would be a connotation of a male prostitute that sleeps with women. Are you speaking from a position of knowledge? <laughs> no, I'm not, but I'm just saying... What, I, mean, the I was way listening I to that thing tonight of Alvin Martin... No. And then, the, then halfway through it, the news come on, and then it was like West Ham's pride of Ryan's or whatever made this complaint and done it, and that's where I got it. I was just like, I was listening to all this. Well, that's how it was reported on the radio. Well, it was we, kick yeah, it out. We've kick it done out. All the running on this aligned with kick. You know, so yeah. I was listening to all this stuff about how David Martin, Alvin Martin, all this, and then bang straight through the middle of it all. And you're like, it's really? unfortunate. Come it's on. A- 
it's unfortunate it's become the news cycle, which has taken away our great win against. Um, uh, but I, I don't think it's fair. I, mean, to blame I know, on I know, I'll probably get grief on. I know I've called a dinosaur, and I need to be educated. But you know, it just drives drives me nuts. Well, let me ask you: Would you would you have sung that song if you were there, John? What? Well, I'd have sung that. Well, I've sung yeah. it in the past. So yeah. Nigel? Yes. Okay. And you would have done that. Right. Pretend you wouldn't either. Yeah, I would have. In the past, but in the past. But I, I think uh, in, in today's world, I think I'm educated enough to go, that's just going to be videoed and picked up and done by the media because we've seen it for the last two seasons. Well, so because, I wouldn't have sung it. But that's if I was at Chelsea a, and I, got such a media I was a Chelsea. profile that it would ruin you. <laughs> that's true. Uh, anyway, we'll move on. I've, I've, I'm hoping this all blows over. And we move on to what we should be talking about, which is which is football and not being in the media for all the wrong persons, uh, wrong reasons. But I do agree with you that the whole Pikey's thing has got to stop. And and at some point, you yeah, know, but see, but, and now, I, I, now I would argue that, that why it don't bother me. Let them call me a Pikey. I don't care. I mean, we get called. Uh, I just talked to him. What do we get called on on the Curry Group? Marshman, John. Marshmen, Marshmen, Marshmen. Yeah, we got caught. We get called Marshmen, and and we get told to go back to our caravans. Well, that's people from Kent, the marsh dwellers. They've all got six fingers and toes. They've got like webbed feet. Upset people. What those people in Kent? I'm (laughs) telling you now. That's the the marsh dwellers upsetting people in Kent. We've already (sighs) upset people in Gillingham. From what you said, let's not upset people in Kent. (laughs) Gillingham's in Kent. You want to see them, mate? (laughs) Anyway. Go on. Anyway, move on. The mothers are the sisters, the father are the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> mother, <laughs> family. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> I do you know what? I've 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 got a small technical issue where I can't play the uh, the theme tune to the because uh, I'm using a different machine tonight. I can't oh. play the theme tune. So I'll sing it. Yeah, can you sing it, please? Ding, 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 ding. Facebook, Twitter, question time. Sir, yeah, it's Facebook, Twitter, question time, where you, the eight listeners, get to ask us, the three remaining presenters, questions that Nigel created earlier for you to hear back. Nigel. That was a really good explanation, Sean. At last, folks. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, have you finished your dinner? <laughs> oh, he's gone again. So I put, at last, folks, we can podcast with a cheer in our voices. It's your time to shine, people, to comment away as the song goes. It's Facebook, Twitter, question time. So if you want to ask a question, ask away. But hey, no Pellegrini out shit or they'll be able to pay. So just a few this week. Not as many as last week, John will be pleased <laughs> to know. Gary Prince, friend of the show, your mate, Sean. Last week, last season, midweek Wolves went to 18 points. This season, zero points. Does this show that the club's crackdown on people selling away tickets and social media is working? And should the club be applauded for their actions? Sean, one for you. Uh, Sorry, I wasn't listening to the beginning of that. So basically... Gary Prince says, last season, midweek Wolves went down to 18 points. This season, Nilpois. 
Does this show the club's crackdown on people selling away tickets on social media is working? And should the club be applauded for their actions? One for you, Sean. <laughs> Thanks. Throw me under the bus. Yeah. Well, it could be, couldn't it? Um, I mean, it's it's a. I don't know when Wolves was last time, but let's remember it's a Wednesday night on a very cold. It was, it was midweek. Was it? Yeah, it was in um, January. It was when was it the first Wolves? Was it the first season Wolves came up? Last season, yeah. Novelty factor. Um, I don't think it is does say anything. We'll have to see other games, but it's midweek. It's cold, and the novelty's worn what off. Are you eating, Wolves. Sean? So, and Sean's eating um, some chicken. Sorry. Um, So, no, I think it doesn't, it's too early to tell us anything. Next question. Next up, Sean's mate, Kay Rita Brady. Great to see some mini nice comments. She's obviously read through. See, that's all that's needed. Anyway, I'm off to try and find my luggage that BA have lost again. Short trip away last week. Did Sean and I miss anything while we were away? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's funny, isn't it? You and you and me at the same time mm. in the uh, Coxwolds. Uh, Ian Gravit. <laughs> I would say a private joke, people might say it the wrong way. Ian Gravit, friend of the show, hoping that Pellegrini doesn't revert back to Roberto in goal for Wolves on Wednesday. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, Ian, for Wednesday. Do you think the problem is Anderson? Reports saying that he came off and had an argument with Pellegrini on the bench. Also, how comes Mr. West Ham gave a heartfelt message to the team and swore? Didn't he do that before games anyway? Yeah, one would think he, uh, I mean, he has been reported before of giving a little bit of a pep talk and passion. So why is he? Why did he what wait he until Chelsea? That? One thing. Who's the manager and the coaching? Well, because... He's not the, um, um, the most over-emotional manager. No, well, yeah, but that's his, you know, as I say, play the man, play his tactics, not the man. You know, if he's a bit dour, he's going to be a bit dour, isn't he? Not everybody can prance about. Uh, Lewis Aaron you're right, Lou. It's amazing what happens when you change the keeper and also the formation. Did he change the formation? I didn't think he did. Had you... Oh, we did. Had you done he that did, weeks yeah. ago, we would be in a much, we would be in a much better position. Uh, can Sean put in a complaint to the club, please? Chelsea referred to me and you lot as Pikey. Two can play that game, Rent boys. Ooh, let's have a look. Do you know what? Funny you should know, and John will remember this. I once yeah, heard we a do remember this to uh, to the FA um, about when we were called Pikey's by. Spurs, I think. And do you know what happened? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So it's not it's not to the club to moan about, by the way, just to be clear. It's kick it out and um and the FA. So next time it happens, I will put I will promise you I will put in a complaint to the FA, the Premier League. Uh, the European Commission, uh, <laughs> NATO, the UN, <laughs> uh, and Donald and Trump. It, try and get some independent supporters club going with elections okay, as well. well. Yeah. Okay. We'll Point to all of them people as well. Right. Next up, Marvin Sabudu, who's quite happy that I don't have to elongate his name because we're starting back. But obviously, if we lose again, Marv, you'll get a bit longer. 
Marvellous, Marvin says. What an important win. I think Pell's safe for now. And the scenes with Martin were amazing. The passion, the desire we've been missing. His question, what team to go with versus Wolves? Marvin would bench Diop and go for an unchanged team or just swap four nails with Yarmolenko, Haller with Antonio on the win. Praying for an Anson goal to try and get him back to his best and he finishes with great show, lads. Quickly, what do we do with the team, Sean, since you know? Oh, Don't right. change a winning team. Do you think he will, though? I thought, I, I thought Antonio had to be benched. He was injured, wasn't he? No, we're not allowed to talk about okay. that. Um... Uh, moving on, no, you do stick with a winning team. Okay. So we can't mention that Antonio's injured then? No, move on. Oh, so he's, don't, don't panic people, nothing wrong with his groin no. whatsoever. No, no. So if you're listening to this up a Thursday and Antonio didn't play, well, you can put two and two together. Nick Harvey, evening, gents, and Mr. Rex. I think that's you, Sean. Well, that was rather unexpected. Question is, I wonder if he thinks you're XWH employee, Mr. X. No. Question is, why did the team decide to turn up versus Chelsea? Surely it wasn't just due to a change of goalkeeper. Anyway, I'm not complaining if we see that level performance week in, week out. Even more surprising was that it was after Pellegrini being given the dreaded vote of confidence by the Baron, Baroness on Saturday morning. As ever, braid you out. Hashtag come with your eyes. Hashtag flip flop. <laughs> Paul Goodell. Very short today, Paul. Brady out. That's a club that's growing, Sean. Will, will you join? Ed Hughes. Whilst Martin had a great game, can we see him repeating that until Fab's return? Can he keep up the good work? I hope so. Can he? Well, be interested it's up to, to him. See, isn't it? Um, Fab yeah. won't be back this year it sounds I thought he was back to Southampton well they're playing it down because Pellegrini is saying he won't be back before Christmas um, and I guess what was it? The answer, sorry they, they were hoping what was it? Um, a hip problem what was hip. his injury? They were hoping he would be back for the Southampton game on the 14th of December, but they don't want to commit to that. So I think beginning, you know, New Year's Day or whatever is, is a more realistic target. Well, that's not rushing back. Let's not put pressure on him. No. The last thing we need is him to come back too quick and February pull up with something when it's too late. Well, even though we know we've got a decent keep, well, you know, so far we've got someone that we can believe in to back him up. Uh, the maid, Marion, is back. Oh, boy, he's got a question for George. Do you think that Lamar Jackson is this season's Patrick Mahomes, who will be outplayed by Tom Brady in the playoffs? Oh, Rita out. So, there you go. Can we get George to answer that? Is he listening or is he... George is not with us. So. What do you reckon, John? Can you answer that? Do you think Lamar Jackson is this season Patrick Mahomes? Well, I've got no idea what he's talking about. I'm guessing it's American, it's American football. football. I know he said Brady, didn't he? Because I remember that him. is what our, yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, but uh, it, we'll need to get George to reply to that one. Yeah, he's not here, I'm afraid, mate. Uh, but Brady out. It's, 
what Pradle Giants uh, say. Lee Baxter says Wenger out. <laughs> George Laws, what's the scores, George Laws? Arvo from Dan Under. Does anyone think we will see West Ham reach the next level in our lifetime? No. No. Sean? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to keep asking you, Sean, because I know you're eating. Nick Stanley. Evening, gents. Has Sean put up a poll yet for his MP, the greatest manager of all time? <laughs> Have you done that yet, Sean? <laughs> That's really funny. Is it? Is, no? That's a good idea. Or should David Martin stand for Prime Minister? <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. I, I'm getting some creative ideas from the podcast for tomorrow's uh, story. Thank you. Yeah, I bet you are. Yeah, slow news day, people. Now there's no, you know, no manager to hang out the dry. But anyway, assuming you're recording this pod after the FA Cup draw, can't believe we got that team, eh? Wow, sounds like it's going to be a good, bad home away game. What do you think? Gillian in the cup, what do we think? Well, it's a walkover, isn't it? Well, yeah, considering it was when we went to Oxford as well. It'd be... Yeah, I mean, it's not like under Pellegrini we've had trouble with League One teams, is it? I remember going to... We had Wimbledon again last year, didn't we? Yeah. We all went there, thought it'd be like... A lot better this time. They knew where they were going. A lot easier. There's no easy oh, games no. in the FA Cup for oh, Brown no. proper. Yeah. <laughs> It's one of them. The last time I remember, I seem to remember the last time we played Gillingham away, might have been the last time. They definitely beat us 1-0. And mm-hmm. the, the away stand ain't got a roof, so it rains, we're all getting wet. Uh, Chris Williams, what other former West Ham players have sons that we could bring in to turn the team around, I wonder? Or Paul Wintz. Frank Lampard. <laughs> Well, he's not playing anymore, is he? Jamie Redknapp. He's not playing anymore. Um, Elliot Lee. What? What is? Are you? Is he washing up, up now? now? <laughs> Sorry, I did. I did just drop a, a plate. I apologise. Just like oh, right. it, I thought you had a girlfriend now. I do. Oh, can she do the washing up? Oh, oh, don't start. You oh, seem to oh, upset oh, everybody. You've got the full house now. People, you're upset. <laughs> well, I don't draw a line. I go to everyone. Anyway, we really didn't miss Alariva, says Chris Williams, as I continue. Is this the start of a turnaround or a flash in the pan Delaney inevitable? Come back to us on Wednesday. Yeah, we'll see, won't we? We'll see. Uh, Super Tim Sharman, Luke's dad. Can Sean rejoin the OSB? No Heineken at half-time against Spurs. What the fuck is Iron's Owl? Tastes like ditch water. And are still at £6 <laughs> a pint. Brady out. Super Tim's Brady not happy out. there, Sean. Can you have a word with Ed Catering about the Heineken? You, Tim, you'll have to let us know where you sit, though. Yes. Yeah, um, no, I've left. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going back. But you've still got a contact with the head of catering. Yeah, of course. I mean, half of the stuff you did, you didn't do through the OSB anyway. <laughs> Loose lips sink ships. Loose lips, sorry, yeah, I shouldn't say that. Sorry, people. Talking about people washing up. Hello, <laughs> evening, peeps. Who would have thought it? A win and a good one. It's a perfect present for me. It's a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Belinda. Happy birthday. I'm pleased for Martin, but I'm still concerned for that position, Matty Pips. I don't think we have the adequate cover. 
but let's bask in the sunshine of a wind for now, like a Greek island. My question is, what, Matey Pips, does the MP do about Hala? The team looked better without him, keeping the MP faith. Let's hope that the bad ones run down. Loving the show. There you go. There did you go. get that question, John? Yeah, I did. What does MP do about Ella? Keep him on the bench. Don't change your winning team. All right. But what do you do, just like hypothetically speaking, let's say Antonio's pulled his groin. What do you do then? Well, you've got to start with Alain because you've got you've got no other choice, have you? All right. So, so hypothetically speaking. Well, Jetty will be sold in January. Will we have got Will he? Maybe. Where will we park our boats? Anyway, thanks for that, Bill. Uh, next up, Mary Dave Sperry. What's up, boys? I've got a question for Mr. X, if he's finished his chicken dinner, Dave. Why did it take so long for MP to put David Martin in goal? Is there any reason why he won't put Antonio and Haller up top together as well? Seems like a waste of Haller not pairing him with another striker. Was that a strange move, do you reckon, John? What, not pairing him up? Yeah, with Antonio. Um, I'm not I'm not surprised away from home, really, because we've always been cautious. So, you know, I mean, but Haller, Haller does historically throughout his career play as one of the two, didn't he? So, you know, mm. he really, he really got to give it a go. You know, got to, at some point, put the two up there. But I can't see him doing it against Wolves either. Perhaps we'll save it for Arsenal. That, that's like a home game tactic. I think. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's how we always historically play, didn't we? Yeah. If we, if we ever go, if we ever do go two up top, it's you very rarely see it in a away game. Well, that, I mean, that Chelsea win reminded me of a, a one-nil away win at Chelsea under Redknapp, where Kitson got the winner, and and basically we'd we'd played very very deep, and I think Harry brought Kitson on on, on about sixty-five seventy minutes, and, and he popped up with the winner, and it was basically, I'll keep it to nil-nil as long as possible, and then see if he can nick one. Yeah, and and it, it seemed to be the same. God, what a breath of fresh air it was when they got Hartson and Kitson in. Do you remember that? God, dear. That was like a dream. All those years ago, and it? Two strikers we had at the time. Yeah. I answered the question because he's stubborn. And he wants to prove <sighs> he's right by him and the Husilius um, bringing in Roberto. And I tell you what, Husilius won't be here in the summer, as, as we revealed on Claren Hugh earlier. His days are numbered. And that's his own choice, by the way, and not a false choice. So Jetty's going in January and Husserlos is going... Anywhere to between summer. January and uh, the summer. All right, so now, now right, you have to drag it out of me, don't you? So if Husserlos leaves, what does that mean for scouting and buying of players? Who gets involved well, in I, I think, players? you know... David Sullen will have to step into the breach and help out again. <laughs> See, people, oh. this is what I was telling you. Be careful what you try and wish for. So, yeah, it's David Sullivan. We tried it with director of football. It hasn't worked. And David Sullivan's going to have to take that role again. <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? Look, he gave us what he wanted. We wanted MP and we wanted a director of football. And look what it's got us. 
So it's got to be how it was before then. That's the only way it's going to See, work. See, I'm glad you agree. Mm. Yeah, glad you that agree, worked John. well, didn't it? That's the only one. The only time it's ever worked. Yeah. <sighs> Lord Toby. We're all in agreement. Great. Yeah, great. Yeah. Lord Toby Bean. What ho, chaps? Thank okay. heavens for son of Alvin. <laughs> it appears the panic at the back has been delayed for now. On a loosely related piece of trivia, what was particularly unusual about Alvin, Dada David, hat-trick against Newcastle back in 1986? One for you, Nigel. Do you want me to bore you with what was unusual? I think we all know, don't we? Three different keepers, wasn't it? Three different goalkeepers. One of them being Peter Beardsley, who I think conceded the penalty, which was Alvin's third. Well, uh, wasn't David Martin... Born in 1986. Have a quick look up. Well, Maybe he was, he was conceived after my that. My sister used to go swimming with him um, when he was a little kid. With David Martin? Yes. That sounds a bit... Yeah, with David. They were in the same swimming group. And my sister's 33. She was born in 86. Okay. So, he's got another brother. Did she have any... Um, she ever get off with David Martin? I think she was about six or seven, Sean. I don't think kids of that age get off. Do they? It's a big In that sick world you live in. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Good point, well, mate. Thank you very much. <laughs> My sister you're talking about now. <sighs> it's not as if any of your family listen. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Carol. Yeah, sort of. Hi, Auntie Pen. Yeah. Dave Jones, Ziggy Stardust. Evening all. Well, that was a turn up for the books. Seems the ch-ch-changes came up trumps and we have the West Ham faithful dancing in the street. Oh, he, he must work on these. He must really work on these. These are so good. Just shows having confidence in the keeper, playing for each other and pride in the shirt makes a massive difference. Do Don't you think pride. it's a flash in the pan or can we go to Wolves with continued optimism? <sighs> flash in the pan, John? Um, I mean, I, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, it is, isn't it? But I mean, we ain't doing our predictions yet. But I, I mean, I, I don't think we're yeah. going to do do it of all. But I've got a hope for Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm. Well, they did lose at the weekend. Who did Wolves? Wolves. Did they? 2-1 to Sheffield United. Oh, right. Dear, dear. I thought we'd already done this in the edited bit. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. it. We'll make sure we keep that in. Yeah. Uh, it's Dodsey. It's Reg Oldsworth. All right, me handsomes. Oh, sorry, Reg Oldsworth retired because Dodsey's man of leisure now. All right, me handsomes. How are you doing? What a crock of shit on Saturday was. I didn't become a West Ham fan to see Chelsea play well and not concede a goal. Oh, Tony in cheek, Pellegrini out. Oh, he's a comic, isn't he, old Darcy? What does Nigel think of us being reported for singing? Chelsea are rent boys everywhere they go. Will Nigel admit he's always wrong? Never. It's now his <laughs> conspiracy theory that Brexit will happen before we win a game has been blown out of the water. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I didn't think it'd go six weeks though, Dodds. It was close, wasn't it? If it weren't for that pesky parliament, we'd have been out by now. 
when will Nigel stop appearing on the Brady Bunch, my answers two weeks in a row? Was there a transfer fee involved? <laughs> oh, and a Sean what, what wonderful questions did they ask you about apple pie or no, meat that was, pie? They asked David Altsy because I was there at the old David's hand and, and have a bit of bants with David Altswig and flush out the good name of more than just a podcast that's 125 yes. Americans that were watching the live show. Uh, and a few a few good friends popped in to give me abuse on the chit chat as, as it was there as well. <laughs> so it's quite funny. And what was David uh, an apple pie or David meat pie? was meat pie. Yeah. yeah. Apparently <laughs> meat pie is the most popular answer, though strangely enough, I did go for apple pie. Because if you give me an apple pie because yeah, that's the American meat pie, I, I just you know, apple pie all day long. Hot apple pie with a bit of cream. <laughs> Anyway, my ansoms, get back to me, says Dodgy. And as Sean disappeared last week, and Masaraku appeared on Saturday, are they like Michael and Janet Jackson? Never seen in the same place together. (laughs) 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 Oh, dear. Well, I am not after Masaraku. No, he's not. He's not. He's uh, Ian Bill, apparently. Never seen him (laughs) together. I don't know Ian Bill's real name. What's his real name? Adam Woodyet. Adam Woodyet. Have they, has Sean Whetstone and Adam Woodyet ever been ever seen together? No. You're no. not the first person to say I look like. No, Ian I Bill. think Canning Town Len said he actually did draw you, didn't he? From an Ian Bill picture. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He used Ian Bill as a template probably. <laughs> Great, isn't it? Oh Michael Levy Jr. So I'm guessing his dad's called Michael Levy. Evening, guys. Thanks for reading my question out last week. Although you never really answered it, you went off topic and spoke about alternatives to our club song. <laughs> and no, I haven't got a push double barrel Facebook name. My dad is Michael Senior, so I'm Junior to save the confusion. Thank you very much, Michael Levy, for clearing that up. Anyway, do you think the lads were playing for Pellegrini or was it Nob's pep talk that got them to pull their fingers out? Still not sure he's got the dressing room. Maybe it's Captain Nob's who sorted the effort levels. Well, Michael Levy, to answer your question, I don't think Pellegrini's lost the dressing room, though he may have lost Anderson. But normally, it only takes one bad apple. I don't think so. Do you I, really? I think him and Anderson have got a problem because he keeps subbing him. But for me, as I said earlier, Anderson ain't doing it. He's going to be pulled off, isn't he? You're saying Pellegrini is pulling Anderson off? Yeah. On purpose. Deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Steinberg's going to be sending email after email reporting this show. It'll be Sean, I thought we were friends type of email. Anyway, have we got much more to go? No, there's only a few more. Three more. Alan Woodhouse, what are your thoughts on the fact that most of Saturday key players were not signed by Pellegrini? Creswell, Bonner, Rice, Noble, Snodgrass, Antonio. <sighs> That's from Woody, Amos fan 02380. Oh, see, because we stopped on Twitter. He's at the company Facebook. Welcome, Woody. Um, what do you, good point. Well made. Yeah, he's a good point. Well made. He's putting Pellegrini with trust and back the board. 
There Ooh. you go. Back the board. Brady out. That's a hashtag that'll be lonely. <laughs> Sean Ryan. That looks like Ryder, but it's not. It's Sean Ryan. Evening, guys. It was great to see how much the win meant to David Martin at the weekend. And how together the squad looked at the final whistle. It was also great to see Antonio leading the line up front. Do, well, we've answered this earlier, Sean, to be fair. Do you think him and Haller could work as a front two? Uh, yes, I do think they could. Whether they will, not sure. Last but not least, it's Auntie Penn. Evening, lads. She'd just like to say, it's great that we appear to have a decent number two to Fabianski, and long may it continue. And there endeth. More than just a podcast, Facebook, Twitter, question sign. Good, good. Where you, how are you doing in the Super 6 before we do our predictions? Uh, about as well as you this week. Not very oh, well. I still think I'm in... Oh, yeah, you're... you're number 6. You, I, did, I thought you went moved up a bit. Do you? Yeah. I, I know Keith's still up there. Uh, Super Tim Sharman's hanging around the top 10, I believe. And... Um, there's games on Wednesday, people. So if you want to do, you get your prediction. No, I'm still number six. Keith is number five. Oh, Keith is number five. Tim Sharman is number four. There you go. I knew Super Tim. So Kevin Fowler uh, from EastEnders is running away with it with 230 points. Then Ian Lynch, 220. Mark Matthews, 212 with Tim Sharman. Keith Milton, 211. Oh, Sean Notori, Whetstone, 203. Adam Darlow, Darlington, 197. Greenwood's Lewis, Greenwood, 192. Uh, Paul Disley, 191. Long-time leader for last season. And finishing top 10 is Jeffrey Smith, 187. And a little mention for Davey Walker, 186. And Davey Jones is 182 on 12. What's my politics got to do with this? Uh, nothing. Just... Anyway, predictions. John, two predictions. I reckon we will lose... 2-0 to Wolves and I reckon we're going to beat Arsenal 1-0 Nigel stole my thunder there I, I can't see us beating Wolves to be fair I think we'll have a few changes from the game and I can't see Antonio with his dodgy groin making it I think we'll lose um, yeah I can't see us scoring I would have gone 2-0 I'll say we'll lose 1-0 and I think we'll draw against Arsenal 2 all. Okay. Um, I know you joke about my famous one nils, but on Saturday, I think, I think I told you this, I saw that Coral bookmakers have West Ham at, at, at 40 to 1 for a 1 0 win against Chelsea. And I thought that was such good value. I actually opened an account and I put two quid on it. I really was really believing it. And I won 80 quid. So I'm going to do the same. A little double. I'm going to go 1 0 Wolves away win. I don't know what the odds will be. I'm going to double it up to a 1-0 win over um, Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal for three wins back-to-back. They're on Amazon, aren't they? All them games. Yes. Amazon Prime. If you've got Amazon Prime, you can watch the West Ham Wolves game. John, I've got two spare tickets for... uh, um, I'm going to have to be upgraded to the kids' tickets, but they're not coming with me on Monday night to... Arsenal, so you could always come along, you and George, on, on Monday night. Because I know how you like I, I love like, a Monday I know night game. Like, you love you a Monday the, night game. Are you still in the supporters club? I am. Who? Oh, then. Yeah. Oh. No. No, I'm, I'm going to have to renew. We've got that new place, haven't they? They're at the podium, what's called the last drop now. Yeah. 
Where is that? It's the closest bar to the stadium. It's the, it's the um, podium bar. Oh, right the next one, to the um, right next weird to the, orbit. The orbit thing. Yeah. The top that's it. Floor, that. Yeah. yeah. Good opinion. Oh, that's a good. Like a 10 minute walk from our seat, to be fair. That's Quickly, move, your bet reminds me, though, my best ever football bet win was West Ham to win 1-0 against Chelsea and Don Hutchinson to score the first goal. And I walked in and I put a tenner on it and it was 33 to wow. 1. Yeah. And Don Hutchinson scored after two minutes. <laughs> and I had to sit there for 88 minutes praying nothing happened. And it didn't. And that was when Wu Dulit was at Chelsea and we beat him 1-0. Um, I don't know if it was the Julian Dix game where he stamped on Spencer's head. Sorry, accidentally uh, fell on it. Yeah, I think it might have been that game, but I'm not sure. But we definitely, yeah. And then I I, I, I had to wait till the next day to collect my 340 quid winnings but uh, from from the Corals or Lagos. I was was probably the only West Ham fan who was hoping VR wasn't going to give the second goal. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny when you've got money on a football game and the result. I remember once I think having West Ham to win 3 0 and we got a fourth goal. And I was possibly the only person cursing. Yeah. Anyway, oh. we better bring this to a conclusion. Uh, John has been... Sat here for nearly two hours now, isn't it? <laughs> so, uh, no, no, Nigel has been... Sat here for an hour and a half. I don't know what you did for half hour before I sat down. No? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm back from the Cotswolds in Dublin. Good night. Come on, you irons. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.